<laughs> trying to hold serve in a tight set in a tournament you've never won, you've never, and you are you are fighting for your life, and the umpire gives you the point, and then you, and even if he got it back, it's your point, it's your point, and he yeah. gives it, and he gives it back. Who does that? Yeah. Why? Why do you think he did that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who is this guy? Is he, he's an alien. No, it's like he's just a very, Daniel. very good person, a very high character yeah. person. Yeah, he's Daniel definitely going to have to, to be up. that he disappointed. Said, he said he's a Chad. That's he, what he's remarkable. He's a Chad. remarkable. I'll tell you what, though. I think – I don't know why he did that because I was watching that live, Ron. I was, like, kind of getting on my airplane back home. And I was watching it on my phone, and I saw him. I saw him make the dig, and uh, the the ump called it wrong. It was, you know, on they got the slow mo replay, and it was obviously her catch got to it. And I don't even think her catch was even really asking him to concede the point. He was really just trying to like go to the ref and be like, "Hey, he conceded the that point. Was, that was a bad call. Like wow. I know it didn't affect the point, but that was a bad call." And I think he was just trying to, like, make the point across, like, hey, don't do that again when I do win the point. And, uh, you know, like you do. And Hercatch is not one to complain either. And, he, I mean, he's, like, as quiet as it gets. And immediately, out of nowhere, they just say, Mr. Alcaraz has conceded the point. We will replay. And I'm like, I literally audibly out loud in the airport go, what? <laughs> so stunned. Because, first of all, he did get to it. He was just upset that the rep made a bad call because, like, there's basically no no rest. Yeah. Hey, hey me, uh... But uh, the ball was going out. Anyways, Alcaraz right. puts it away. Right. He <laughs> won it three ways. He won the point three ways. And why didn't Herkaz just t- give the point back again? You know, that uh, would have been a character. Can you do that? Is that a thing? That's like a uh, that's like well, a can... southern gentleman nightmare. Oh, I guess. Like, oh no, you have the point, sir. No, you have the point. I know, but oh no, it no, just you, it, can you can... goodbye, bye but now. That could have been a bro. Uh, that could have been him getting his serve broken, and he could have lost that match because of yeah. that point. Yeah, but the fact that he would do that in that situation yeah. just tells you that he's got his head screwed on right, and that's why he stays so calm. I wonder yeah. about him, too, and I was talking to somebody today, though, because uh, somebody sent me that video of him saying, asking the questions or whatever and getting asked the questions, and he's just really confident, you know? And he's yeah. just, they ask him, they go, what, do you overthink any part of your game? And if you see, if you thought about Federer or somebody like that, they would they would play, like, a little bit humble, you know? Uh, <laughs> But he's just completely honest, and he goes, uh, no. <laughs> There's no part of my game that I overthink. Yeah. And then, and then I, my favorite thing was when he goes, and they ask him, what's the compliment you get for himself? And then he goes, oh, in his broken English, he goes, I'm so intelligent. I'm so intelligent. <laughs> he just did like a racist Chinese guy accent. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta fold that extra Interrogation. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. You know what I? You know what I think? And it I probably is. Back, but I I heard it a different way. 
they're talking today about his coach. I don't know who his coach is. He looks like, like a stand-up guy, though, and obviously he's got the future number one under his wing right now. But uh, his coach, they, they asked his coach, like, what kind of tactics they ever talk about. And he goes, oh, you know, me and Car- – I don't, I don't really waste time talking about tactics to Carlos. Like, his instincts are so good. It would just be a waste of time. So, wow. we just talk about moments. Yeah, I did we talk about that. the moments that he's been in, the moments that he can he can see, and he's been in all the moments before. But he, we talk about like, hey, bring yourself back to this moment of when you knew you had to make a move, and like put yourself there mentally. And they just he does a lot of like visualizing. Uh, really? That's and, cool. Yeah, I was like, That's oh my god! Like, saying. how how good do you have to have your guy be before you go? Hey, we're not really going to talk strategy anymore. That's kind of a waste. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Somewhat I mean, competitive. But what do you think of that, it, Ron? Well, it's, it is like a lot of uh, formulaic patterns. You know, I mean, there's only so many patterns. But I, that is interesting. Um, let, me, let me just tell you one thing about this coach so you, that I learned today that kind of was interesting. So... The coach, Ferrero, was number one in the world briefly, yeah, I did but know that. he did. I think he won a major or two. Yeah. And uh, and so today, uh, like I don't know when it was, like maybe a few days ago, the coach's father died. Like he went and buried him. Like it was the oh, before. Wow. And this kid, uh, this guy Ferrero, just showed up today. Just showed up. They didn't expect him to be there. Wow. Wow. That's so he's insane. a stand-up guy too, and he was like think, uh, that makes yeah, sense, Ron, because he was real emotional at the end. Like tears were flowing uh, for him and Carlos. I've never seen Carlos so emotional, but uh, it's pretty special. Well, you the guy was, he, he knew it be, was all coming to fruition, you know. One thing that is it's crazy There's to me a, is I'm seeing aspects of Carlos that might be that might be better than anybody I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna be his? Who's gonna be his? Djokovic or Federer? You think? Would or you Nadal? Would you agree no. with who's that? Gonna his, or no? Who's gonna be his? Who's gonna be the big rival for that guy? He doesn't have one. No. <laughs> no. Or Ron, yeah. would you agree with that? That you're seeing aspects of Carlos that you've, we've never seen before. This, no, we have, but uh, um, this is this is Fedovich. This is what this is. That's this what is, is. The, the best qualities of Federer and the best qualities of Djokovic. Yeah, he shirt. That should be the shirt. And then wow. he's and then he's just Spanish. Federer. So it's like that. That's his. Oh, and he's got Nadal's intensity. Sorry, he's got all three. <laughs> he, he does. does. He does. Well, but, I, but it, I watched a video of him playing Casper Rudd uh, before, and you know you'd think that he lost because it was you know he was 17 probably or something. Um, but he, he beat him so handily. And, like, if you watch the highlights of it, I mean, he was on a different planet than Casper. Wait, he uh, he beat Rude before? Oh, yeah. He, he, he beat him, like, 6-2 first set. It was, like, 2-4. and four. But it was just, like, it was, like, easy. Yeah. Match. Like, he was cracking. He yeah. was just hitting winners left and right, just dominating, dictating yeah. life. That's that's intense, Ron. How much how much did you watch this week? Did you see uh nothing? Just did, highlights. Did you, just the highlights. Did you see my yeah. boy Yannick Center? I kind of sent you the 
Yeah. Yeah. He's the a player. He's, he's he may be the uh he's probably the second best player. Like but I don't say I mean, it's not like he's a million miles away, but I I think he's he's never gonna play at Carlos's level, but Well, physically but, they're they're very there's stark differences there physically. But right. I think where where Yannick is really special is his his mind and his willpower. I mean, yeah, five match points. A hell of a player. Carino, yeah, I mean, but you yeah. know, Busca has five, you know, match points, and he's still going for big shots, and he's making yeah. it by an inch. And yeah, he, he's there's he's no fearless. Fear. Yeah, he's no fearless. Fear. <laughs> I mean, that how do you how do you do that? I mean, just the guys he knows is like the last point if he misses, and he's still hitting as he's still hitting at ninety eight percent strength. Oh, like, Max. <laughs> unreal. Max, you know what I think is happening in tennis right now? Is getting exciting again? Well, yeah, but listen to this on the on the macro. Like, I don't know. You guys don't remember when Tiger Woods was dominating? He just he annihilated everybody. And that's what I was My dad turned it on every Sunday. He wouldn't miss a Tiger match on Sunday. Took all their hearts out of them, and no one thought they had a chance. And so, Carlos has never seen that. He has never been annihilated. Like he, this is really bad for everyone that the big three were not here to beat Carlos, because now it's a runaway train. It's going to be scary though, because and I hope that uh, um, that it it creates some monsters. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. hoping that it, it you know breeds some monsters that are just they've got to do what they got to do to, to compete with the guy. Let me just finish the, the macro thought is that these guys have seen just and I don't I guess you don't remember Kobe Bryant, but when he came in, he wasn't the greatest player ever, but he stole stuff from Oscar Robertson, Michael Jordan, um, Larry Burt. He took all the best stuff from everybody. And that is we never thought of it, but it's, we should have thought of it. But that is the next evolution of tennis is to combine the greatness of the big three are very different players. And yeah. Carlos Carlos and his coach or whoever, coaches, have said, wait a minute. What if we played the great two-handed backhand of Djokovic, the defensive genius of Djokovic, combined it with Federer's lethal forehand and his willingness to come forward, and then combine that with the, the you know that steely determination and resolve of Nadal, that's the perfect evolution of tennis. He's combining. Yeah. Give him a couple sidearms, like a wicked drop shot, a lob, and a big serve. I mean, and, and crazy. He definitely doesn't have the biggest serve in the in the roster, but it's getting it's better though. Bad. It's no it's bad. Not a bad serve. Serving one thirty first serves. I mean, serves. I mean that's yeah. pretty freaking yeah. fast. I mean, he's gonna get he's gonna get a handful of aces a set, and that's well, just that's just, just so fine. You, but he doesn't need them. The thing is, he doesn't even need them. You know, tennis players, most of them develop their serves later in their career, like a little bit. Yeah. Like some don't. Like Federer's was well, Federer's even got better. But yeah. Djokovic and Nadal, both of their serves got noticeably better. Yeah, it did. And I'm not. I'm with Max. I think his serve is plenty good, and it's just going to get better and better. It's, yeah. It's it's going to get better location. He's going to make more clutch aces. He's going to get more freebies. It's He'll probably do it in the next few months. I mean, this, yeah. this kid is—he's improving by the week. I, yeah. I look at the, 
I look at that match he played against Berrettini. I watched the whole thing in Australia. He oh, yeah. was not. He is not the player he was this week. He would have killed Berrettini if he yeah. played like he's been playing. I mean, he. Casper it was not the same. They're not yeah. far away from each other. I mean, they both have solid serves, and then like the the Achilles heel would probably be the backhand side. He saw Alcaraz just exploit that today. Uh, he he kept hitting volleys to the backhand side of Rude and then putting the next shot away. That was, I can't tell you how much accurate. Playing Berrettini, he just wasn't as precise. He was yeah. probably, look, good gracious, he was probably nervous. And and he was probably nervous today, too. And he, if he wasn't, he would have beat Rude like one and one. I, I, I just <laughs> yeah. think he, I think he was nervous. I, why yeah. wouldn't you be a little bit if you're oh, not yeah. to break records? There's 1,000. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right. he's 18 many, years old. He should have all the answers by now. Yeah, right. How many, <laughs> how many, uh, mass, how many Miami titles do you guys think Nadal has in his career? Oh, quite how many as he plays. About 16, 15. I bet he's got five. What's your guess, Will? I bet he's got at least two. The answer is zero. He, <laughs> Carlos has done something they now has not, never even won one time. Yeah, it does. It does go on the lower rung of of the hierarchy of tournaments, but it is impressive. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a this is what's called the Sunshine Double. It's a hardcore right. tournament that's won by the big the big hitters, by the guys that can really hit the ball. And and Nadal has never won Shanghai, and he's never won Paris. And he's only – I think he – Max, you could help me on this one, but I don't think he's won the year-end maybe more than once. Like, he hates fast courts. Wait, yeah, Carlos, is, Nadal Carlos is better Alcaraz. than him. What? Nadal beat Alcaraz, like, four weeks ago. I know, but, it, you know, that was just – Four weeks ago last week, dude. Let's, no, it let's see the next week. time. Let's see the next time they Two play. Two weeks ago. Yeah, let's see what happens agree, the next Ron. time. It was I, mean, a, it, uh, I think I a, think that was like a idol, killer instinct of Rafa was just like not going to lose. He just dug up every ounce of strength he had and then tanked yeah. against Fred in the final. Let's but not he just wanted to win. So Carlos, let's not forget the year that Carlos is having because his first title, let's not forget, was Rio. Right. Like a couple weeks ago. Or a few that was confusing ago. too because they said that that was – they said that today they were like his third title. Did he win another tournament, or are they talking about something that I've never heard about? Last year, Max, maybe. It wasn't last year? He beat, yeah, he beat uh, Richard Gasquet somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, it was like some small or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I this mean, is small, uh, small, yeah, to, small to who? I mean, it was probably a 500, which is some people never win in their entire lives. Hey, that's no, that's no, you know. No, let me just let me just Matt, uh, Will. You have to know the context. The one thousands, right? Until yeah. maybe like last year or the year before, nobody but the big three had won any for like four or five years. Every Masters one thousand was won by Djokovic, Federer, or Nadal. These these one thousands yeah. are huge. Yeah. And those and and uh, it in there was years before Zverev won one. And yeah, and it was just a rarity. I mean, they—if you look at the Masters 1000s like Cincinnati, you look at the draw sheet and the amount of money that's at stake. They are 
they're gigantic. I mean, I think everybody. Like it's in Miami. It was like eight and a half million dollars. Something like that. Yeah, that look at amazing. just look at the draw sheet. Look who was in the tournament, and that'll tell you everything. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. everybody. Medvedev, Djokovic would have been, you know, yeah. but everybody was there that could have been, and that's what's, the same thing with Cincinnati. Let me ask, what's up with Djokovic? I haven't heard the scoop on that. They just have to let him. They, they um, won't let him play in America, Ronch? Not yet. Why really? Ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I thought that he was good to play in America. No. Maybe oh, why is Sitsipas allowed to play? Shot, doesn't he? No, Sitsipas is like pretty against it. Well, yeah, he, he probably caved and got it. No, but how Maybe. Do you get into Australia. How do you play Australia? That's a good point. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be back on the on the clay courts. I think the 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 international COVID crap is backed away. Pat did say that he was going to get it when they made him get it. So I'm sure he got it. What a stupid thing! I mean, come on, can we agree? I think it's dumb. Ridiculous. I think it's dumb. You know, I uh, don't go into that. Ron, hey Max, speaking of monsters, you mentioned you hope some monsters come out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Mr. Nick Kyrgios versus Yannick. Oh, I was going to bring him up. And that was, that was actually somebody, and Ron, you can uh, speak to this, but he came to mind when I was talking about monsters that could be awakened. Like, yeah. uh, he's a little old now, so who knows. But I've always thought that if he could tighten up his, his what's between his ears, that he could be a really good player. Problem is, yeah. The problem is he's not going to do that. Max, I think I'm going to disagree with you there. I think if he was tied around the ears, he he wouldn't be on tour. It's like who he is. It's what got him to the dance. It's He's this brash, wild guy with a bunch Maybe of talent. So. I just don't just see him. Gonna... I never saw him winning majors. I mean, I think he made it to the semis of Wimbledon one time, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they let him into Wimbledon. But, uh, you know, it's what it is. He's who he is. We love him. We hate him. Let me just him. ask you. Let me ask you guys. But you... I watched that match on, and it was uncomfortable. I was, and I'm like a guy that enjoys like the the drama and the excitement and the passion. But this was like too much. I was like, ah. Well, was he like, was he was like watch. a serial killer. It was like hard really? to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go in a different direction. I don't disagree with what you guys are saying. But I will go in another direction because because I I'm so deep into this stuff. I just don't think joke. I just don't think Kyrgios' strokes are that great. I think he's got tons of talent. He knows how to develop power. He's got amazing timing. His yeah. serve is just off the charts. He's got a, he's got one of the best serves in the world. Right? His serves are incredible. How the but, hell did but, he take out Rublev three and zero? That's that's what I want to know, dude. That was like that was an amazing match to watch. Beat him in 52 minutes, right? It was insane. I think Rublev is a bit overrated. Um, We saw him in person. Rublev's backhand is 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 very suspect, and and Kyrgios his backhand isn't the greatest either. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not, but he somehow it doesn't look good, like at all. I don't think his back his backhand's just compact and doesn't look that good, but. I mean, I it's flat, though, right, Max? Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's that. Yeah, but guys, that's low percentage tennis. That's the reason everybody thinks that 
that there's no mathematical things that are going on here. But it's just, if you look at Federer's career, every ball he hits, he it's a little different than the other two guys. He hits with a little less spin. He hits a little flatter. He hits a little closer to the line. Those are the guys that, that can have some ups and downs. And if you're a nutcase on top of it, you how are you going to hit flat balls and you're half nuts? And I mean, how are you going to win with that? In a se- how are you going to win seven matches like that? That's yeah. where he falls out, but he can win five in a row and he can put on up yeah. huge upsets. Oh yeah, yeah. I, he's, I totally he's agree. Just, dude, if you're like the number one or one, number two speed, Kyrgios is the last guy I want to face. And and you know what I like? Last. I do like Kyrgios. Uh, well, it's hard to say, but this is what he's been co- he's commented and basically said. I've pretty much given up on winning majors. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just. Wow. He goes, I'm I mean, just here. I'm Nick just here Kyrgios like, being Nick Kyrgios now. Huh? That that quote should not be a shock to anyone. It's just no. It's Nick being Nick. Well, that's Bobby why he's enter- he's entertaining. Yeah. That's what he's doing. I think. I think he's he knows he's really good, and he can put up some upsets, and he wants to stir up drama. And you know what, dude? I res- I respect where that he's self aware. That's a cool thing to me, and it'll save you a lot of grief in the long run. But this one this one was like too much. Like Yannick. Was just and and this is the most impressive thing about Yannick. Yannick's just sitting there going about his business, and he's just like he beat him in a tie break in the first. It was tight, really tight, on the grandstand. Everybody's there because it's Yannick versus Nick Kyrgios, and then later it's Alcaraz versus I forget who. But yeah, all on the grandstand. That's where the the magic happens. Right. This week at least. It's, it's, but. I was so impressed with Yannick because you're sitting there as a 20. He's a 20, you know, and yeah. uh, and Nick is just like going off on the. He gets a, a game penalty, Ron. Set number two. Yeah, and, and my uh, was Yannick. There was all kinds quick. of shit going down. It was like the refs walkie-talkie went off during the middle of the point, and uh, he he had to call a let. It was ridiculous. And I was oh. like, okay, turn the walkie-talkie down. And it was – I've never seen this. Nick got so pissed. But it was funny because if you watch the point that it happened, uh, it was like Yannick had like a ball that was like a short shot, and he was about to tee off a forehand. The walkie-talkie like goes off while the ball's coming over the net. And then Yannick kind of just – he calls a let, and Yannick just kind of catches the ball on his racket, something like that. But Yannick had the point under control, and it was also a right. serve. Right. Kyrgios just gets so pissed. Yeah. And then they go back and replay the point. Yannick doesn't blink. He he picks up the ball, goes back and hits an ace, and like seals the game. It's like, well, and it it wasn't a it wasn't an umpire that's like a new guy. It was, I mean, it's probably the most. It's that old guy with the umpire. with the white hair scruff. Uh, and he's uh, no, very experienced. I mean, Ron, Ron, you would know him. He, I mean, the guy, he's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the old black guy that's, for, like, really nice. He's, he's on par for, like, every final. I mean, the guy's very respected. Yeah. Wow. European accent. Very, uh, you know, he's, like, black guy, really cool looking. He's always, like, he's got the, like, everyone, please, take your seats, please. Right, right. So, you know, you know the type. Crap, he's... He's umpired for you know, twenty. But anyway, you know, all of the better Nadal matches. So he's, he's not 
putting up with this crap. He's a legend in his own right. Don't you think that Kyrgios is just always looking for an excuse, one way or the other? He's like, I think he just, I think he needs something to get fired up about, and I, that was his a, outlet. I go further. I'm sorry, but I think he's a coward. I think he is. I, I think he's a mama's boy. He's admitted it, and he, and I think he just, when he wants, he, he can always say he's not trying. That's, yeah. that's what he always says. Oh, I wasn't trying. I'm not trying. If I wanted to be, oh. And now he's saying, now he's taking all the expectations off himself. He's a coward. He has no balls. He won't ever say, yeah, I gotta, I'm got i going to do better. He never puts his neck on the line. Never. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think that the Wimbledon, where he had a shot, you know, when he was young, and I think he had a good Aussie Open, like, right before. And I don't know what he did at the French, but he, he came to Wimbledon. He made it to the semis when he was young. And I think he gave it all he had. And I think he said – I've heard him say that he thinks that was his best shot ever to win a major, and he couldn't get it done. So he basically has counted himself out to win the majors. You know, but he's I mean, still very fun to watch. Like it's better than being—I don't know. I don't think he's bad for the sport. I'll say that. I don't. I've seen this in Heck other no. He's a character. I, I'll tell you guys: if you ever go to a live like tournament like we did, and Nick is there, definitely go watch. It is the yeah. best ticket there. But watch him early because he might lose. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But the, I mean, all it there, takes is like and, a, a little burr under the saddle, and it kind of. Remember those those side courts. Remember the side courts on uh, in Cincinnati. They yeah. couldn't fit. They couldn't fit the people. It was just jammed watching him play. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and he, he put on a show. Yeah. The guy, guy hears yeah. the whole crowd. I mean, he he doesn't. He loves it. Yeah. He loves yeah, it. Yeah. They go and I gotta tell you, Ron. And it's a shame that that's the way he went out. Is kind of like that, and that was all the whole narrative and the whole storyline. I don't, I don't think the guy's a coward. I don't think he's a bad guy. It's just he plays the bad guy, and that's his way of getting say, fired up. Let me say it differently. He is just the average guy. He, like these other guys, these top players, they're just like like Sinner and all them. They are just amazing people, like amazing competitors, you know, and. And that's how they got where they got. But I think Kyrgios is no better than you or I, just an average person. That's all Ryan, it is. if you're out there playing a head case like that, and you're Yannick Center and you're 20 years old, and you're winning, and the guy's just making, making it like a scene the whole match. And, I mean, he didn't stop. He, he kept going. I'm surprised it wasn't a DQ, honestly, because there, yeah. there were points where people, the announcers thought it was going to be a DQ. And this is the really sad part. The crowd kind of got on on Kyrgios' side because, you know, he's such a big fan favorite for obvious reasons. But there's nothing that the umpire decides patience. I mean, I was impressed with him. I was impressed with Yannick. But especially Yannick because you're out there and you're still trying to stay in the zone as a 20-year-old. And you're just – and the other guys there kind of tanking. But also he's getting fired up and hitting some crazy winners. And – you're just trying to stay in the zone, like get me through this. And you can see it in his face. He didn't say a word the whole match. That's, you know, no, you know, my favorite thing, a word the whole match. He was my favorite thing he did, but the composure was excellent. You got to give it up for Yannick because, and I don't want that to be lost. I know the narrative goes to Nick and like all the brash things Nick said, but you got to give it up to Yannick. I mean, he, he held his composure. It looked good. And, uh, and, that's impressive because if I was there, I'd be like, "Hey Nick, 
wants to chill out, man. Like it's getting kind of ridiculous, don't you think? And then you get sucked into it, right? If I was a, a gambling person, I would definitely feel comfortable putting money on Yannick Sinner. He's he's very very competitive, very reliable guy. He's gonna he's not gonna get upset a lot. I don't think so. He's not that no. guy. And it's unfortunate, Ron. Did you see what how he got kicked out? It was the uh, the next match he had Sarunjalo. Oh. And he uh, retired like four games in. Oh, what happened, Will? I never heard the story. Oh, right, right. You told me that. Real sad. He retired, and no one saw it coming either, but he didn't look himself, you know? And uh, they just think it was that humidity down there in Miami. And uh, he's he's playing a bunch of these grueling three-setters and late into the day, and he just had these foot blisters. It's, I mean, it's tough. No, no getting around it. Have you ever heard that t- sunshine double term before today? No, but I've heard it before. Or yes, I have heard it before. But Carlos didn't do the sunshine double. Roger did it a few years ago. Yeah, it's very, very rare. And this kid came really close. Mhm. Mhm. He would have, he would have kicked uh, Fritz's ass if he got past yeah. the down. Yeah. You know he would. And yeah. It, he was that close to the Sunshine Double at an 18 years old. Yeah. Insane. He's one match away. One match away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, Djokovic never did it. Nadal never even won Miami. Federer yeah. did it like once or twice, but nobody else, I don't think. I'd have to check the records on that, but I, I don't think it. I think it's extremely rare yeah. to win them both. But uh, on the women's side, Sviatek did win it. Convincingly, she is now like I'm number one. Get out of my way. What happened to Raducanu? Ah, who knows? I, I think her coaching is just pathetic. Like they had the they had the golden goose there, and they just I don't know what the, they don't know what the hell they're doing. They she's not have. even as she's half as good as she was. Like she's not that good anymore. I mean, she's good, but she's. I don't know. What a mess. So weird. But that's why I didn't want you guys to just jump over that Juan Carlos thing. That is a special, special relationship they have. That is a bond. And that's not just any guy. That's He's from the same country. He's he's cut from the same cloth. He's humble, but he's like, he's, he was a very competitive player. Killer. And, he, and very intelligent. I mean, this is like the match, the perfect match. Those two. Yeah. yeah. Perfect match. They speak in the same language when they train. They live in the same country. <laughs> they have the, you know, and he has nobody else's interest. He's not like coaching 10 people. And he, I mean, he's like, it seems like it's like a, a, a father son. It's like an amazing relationship. How could, like, how could this be in modern sports that there is like, this? Yeah, it's like crazy. Family. Yeah, it's very similar. Very similar. But I don't think he's quite as uh, controlling. Yeah. yeah. What, I don't know. I don't know. But just some of the comments about strategy, because I think Uncle Tony's always telling Nadal stuff. And uh, and they, they can't even, I don't know. They, I think they butt heads, those two, sometimes. Mm, sure. But that's okay. That's okay. That happens. But I, yeah. this is just an unusual coaching situation. I think... This is just really bad for everybody else. This is this is going to be this could be very well be a runaway train 
Yeah. I mean, this is I, they say it's his best surface, but I don't think it is. I think he's better on clay. And that's, <laughs> that's coming right up. But I would love to see – gosh, I'd love to see him get three or four rounds at Wimbledon, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be incredible. I think he can do it, dude. The guy – he is big. He is big. He has and, – and, and what you need on grass is uh, great movement, which he has. Got and you dropper. need to have great touch and, you know, all those drop volleys. And he's going to be – he just has to get used to it. He's not used yeah. to it. I don't see yeah. any reason why he wouldn't be great on grass. Well, he just hasn't had the reps yet, though. You know, he's yeah. too young. Like, when would he have played on it? <laughs> he probably hasn't even been on it. But maybe if by next year, maybe not this Wimbledon, but maybe next year he could win it if he's any good, you know. Who do you think's gonna win it this year? I mean, I guess. Oh, I it's, a, it's, it's wide win. open. Probably, probably Djokovic will win it. Yeah. But, uh, all right, Ron. I got an answer for you. There's, there's only three people. It sounds like, or I'm sorry, ten people that have won the Sunshine Double: Jim Courier, 1991; Michael Change, 92; Sampras, 94; Steffi Graf in 94 and 96. Uh, Marcelo Rios, 98, Andre Agassi in 01, Roger Federer, he's done it three times, 05, 06, and 17. Ooh, that's the one I remember. And then Kim Klogisters, Kim uh, 05, Novak Djokovic, he's done it four times, 11, 14, 15, and 16. He did it wow. three years in a row, Ron. That's pretty intense. Good and then uh, looks like a, a gal from Belarus. Victoria as Azarenka. Yeah. She yeah. did it in 16. And then this year, I think Swiatek did it. That's, that's the big headline yeah. off the women's side. The right. The ledger. Well, she's a Polish, right? Uh, Swiatek, I think she's Polish. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the Polish tennis is really getting good now. My gosh. Keep up, probably... on. Watch out for the Poles. My God, they had two great results here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she just had to uh, – she beat Osaka 6-4, 6-0. And then, uh, yeah, Polish International. There you go. It's pretty impressive. She beat Sakari in the uh, U.S. Open. Or uh, what is that? No, she beat Sakari at the uh, Indian Wells. Yeah. But anyway – the thing about winning the Sunshine Double is just you have to play it's such a high quality back to back. Yeah. You know, and you have to you have to play all six seven matches, and then you have to come again the next Monday and do it again. That's what Impressive. makes it incredibly hard. You know? Yeah. And, and the I, environment's amazing too. What do you mean? Just just the fan environment. I think it's just fun. You go from you go from dry heat to wet heat. That's true too. Well, it's a, highly it's a, highly different environments. Federer always had more trouble in Miami. Yeah, because of the humidity, and he couldn't hit through the court as well. He, Indian Wells, he liked that. He liked Indian Wells, yeah. Yeah, and then he would yeah. like he'd almost lost the, and th- that's why I I remember when Batista was like giving Federer all he could handle. And, and here's Carlos beating them two and zero. Oh. I, I, I that was the, that was one of the most impressive performances of the week. 
Batista, it would be like, no like that. That guy doesn't give you anything, you know. He's another yeah. Spanish guy. He doesn't give you games like that. No. You gotta no. take him. You gotta take him. If you that's maybe you know that just showed the level he could play at that match. Yeah. And that, I'm you know, curious beating Rublev like that. And there wasn't Rublev wasn't playing bad either. It was just curious was was making all of his shots. And he went for every shot every time, but uh, and once he does, when when he's making them like that, you can't stop him. But yeah, besides that, that was probably the most impressive performance of the week. Was but look, well, uh, we were yeah. standing, we were sitting there, and we watched Rublev up close for a long time. I know. He left. He let Benoit pair in. He left him in that match way, way too long. He's he is yeah. unspectacular. He's got a great forehand and a good serve, but he's he's a disaster when you bring him forward. And his backhand is just always it's never anything special. Like he's that's the guy that won't win a major. That's the guy that won't win a major. No way. He's still and, young. And, he's only uh he's only twenty two. Yeah, but they these people never get better in tennis. I mean, yeah. it's rare. You know, like how's he gonna fix that backhand? I don't see it. I mean I mean I like I, I mean, it, it'd be great if he did, but I just see yeah. him as very predictable in his shot making, and he's terrible at the net. I mean, he has so many weaknesses, but his forehand is just off the charts great. But, but but the thing is, Nick Kyrgios comes along, and he can play tennis at a higher level than Rublev. He can. He just yeah. usually doesn't. He usually doesn't. But that that's what I'm saying about Alcaraz is he's just he can play at a higher level. All he has to He's down 4-1 to this guy, and then he wins 8 out of 9. He did the same thing to Sissipas. He was down he was yeah. down like 5-2, and he won 7-5. He was down to Berrettini two sets, and he came back and won. That's where, but it's that's not, where in my mind, that's where they set themselves apart because they both hit big, but Rublev's composure is maybe more questionable, whereas Alcaraz, he can, he's put himself yeah, in mentally so many times. He's so tough. But it's, and, uh, it's but it's nice to have the ability. It's like picture it like oh yeah. like some some of the I don't know the different jets like you do of course, but some just fly over at the past the speed of sound. And no matter what you do, you can get, some jets won't get there. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Rublev cannot. <laughs> he can't break the sound barrier with the way he plays. He never does. He always yeah. wins like six four seven five. He's not that. He's not like overwhelmingly good. Yeah, he's not like a Del Potro or something. When Del no, Potro. no. Yeah. And, and but he's really good, and it's amazing. Didn't he win Cincinnati? No, he got to the final with Zverev and lost. Zverev won it. Yeah. Ooh. It was a great. He beat Medvedev in the semis, though, and that's where I was like, okay, this guy is <laughs> remarkable. And then Medvedev went and won the U.S. Open, so I was like, okay. This is my guy. Yeah. I like watching Rublev play. He's intense. He's always he's always into it. He's passionate. So I don't know. I think that's, he, that's I think he I think he's a great competitor. I I don't I don't I think he against Pear he was it was sunny out. It was tough, and he just kept playing and playing. He he was impressive to me as a competitor. Didn't you think so, Max? Like he was he hung tough. Oh yeah, I did. But he just, Pear just made him look bad. He just embarrassed him. He was, 
not many guys can hit all those drop shots like Pear did. And oh, Pear, Pear can play. Rublev just did not know what to do when he was brought forward. He just and not and maybe a lot of players won't do that to him, but if they do, he's not gonna play that well. Yeah, yeah. I like watching his matches are always high quality. I think it's 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 always uh it's always fun to watch him play. And he, he's kind of like one of those guys that just he's in his zone and he stomps around the court on the service game and he's dialed in. I, I love that stuff. I don't know. What would you guys, what would you guys say is going to be the top ten like in a year from now? I mean, top 10? You Medvedev. Um, let's see. I mean, Alcaraz obviously. Joker. They're going to put Alcaraz as number. It's an unbelievable. He's not in the top ten already. I mean, he just put the beating on her catch, rude. Oh, he will. Be. You're not going to put him as. I think they put him as eleven. Let me let me explain that so you know how it works. So so points, what happens right? is is it's all points, and the points if you haven't played in that tournament, you get nothing. And so it, he's playing in tournaments that he didn't even play last year. So his ranking is just is just soaring. It's yeah, just it's going. But, but now Djokovic. When he plays the French Open, right? He yeah. cannot he cannot gain a single point because he he got the full amount last year, and and all two thousand uh, of those points are going to drop away, and so the best he can do is break even, and 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 Carlos, I don't think he did much in the clay court season last year, so he will be in the top ten if he just wins a few rounds. He'll so so he stands to. Having said all that, he stands to be very highly ranked if he can just, you know, if he could do well at the French and right. maybe win. Maybe he'll win one of these clay court tournaments. Who knows? Yeah. That's another he, thousand points. Well, Ron, he won, he won in Rio. That's clay. So I think he's going to. I think you're right. I, I, would, I would think so, that he should win one. The only thing is that uh, when I saw him play against Nadal on clay, if you watch those highlights, I mean, he looked outmatched, but like you said, he's not the same player. Yeah, that was a long time ago, man. Well, we don't know how dominating, if anybody can stand toe-to-toe with Nadal. We, I'd have, yeah. We'd have to see it to believe it. Um, I, I mean, Nadal has so much experience, and, and I know I sound very skeptical, and I don't want this to come out the wrong way, but there is a reality that I think, Max, I told you the other day, is it's sickening the way Nadal just hits that same damn lefty forehand up into everybody's backhand so effortlessly. Nobody else in the world, forehands are way easier than backhands. Let's just be honest. And Nadal can hook it, not only hit it deep, but he can hook it and keep you away. You can't run around your forehand playing him. Wow. And, and that, I think that's why he's been so hard to beat. There's nobody that can do it back to him, really, because he's just he's used to it. It's like... It's his game is just it's infallible. Like it's he doesn't even he, he doesn't even lose sets at the French Open typically. He loses That's like crazy. on I think on average over the last fifteen years he averages losing. You could fact check me, but I think it's around two sets a year, average two sets a year. It's crazy. And but That's but insane. that that win by Djokovic was extraordinary. Wow. Yeah. That was an really amazing awesome. win. But some people say it was the, the balls they played helped Djokovic because the ball wasn't bouncing quite as high. Mm. But 
but Nadal is just everything, every reason. My brother always asks me, he says, why can't Nadal win on the fast courts? And I'm like, it's the same reason why he doesn't lose on the slow courts. His strokes are built to, to kick up. Everything he does, when you watch him practice, you see, Max, it's very obvious. It's so much of the energy of his shot goes up. And it doesn't mean that he's not hitting hard, but there's so much work on that ball that it, it's not great for fast courts. It's not, it's not bad, but it's just not great. And, but on clay, how do you touch this guy? How do you? Yeah. I don't his know. whole well, game, Max, his whole life. Time, the last time uh, he played Nadal on clay, he probably wasn't even old enough to vote. So I don't know if we can rightly yeah. call that a fair. Yeah, I don't know what the laws are like. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The guy probably, I mean... He definitely closed the gap, right? He closed it some. Yeah. You think, and, uh, he's and you think he's going to have a beer tonight? Who, Carlos? Uh, I, okay. I'd say, uh, I'd say somebody's going to sneak him one, yeah. Yeah, they'll give him, like, a Stella Artois. Or what's the, yeah. what's the Spanish beer that they like? Maybe so a hard seltzer? Yeah, he might be a white water man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it is very good. It has no gluten, no carbs, zero It's very low calorie. I try and make a little ultra, but, you know. So tomorrow uh, I can get up and train early? I still wake up. Is that cool? You guys yeah. know that he is, he, they say he out-trains everybody, too. Like, he outworks. He's really, really hard-training guy, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's, he's just, you can see, he's on the warpath. He's made the decision no that I'm going to be path. number one. Yeah. And you know, That's funny. He is on the warpath, and there's nothing, uh, you know, the only thing that can stop him is him, and he's not going to do that. So he's gonna He ain't do doing that. <laughs> no. No, you can tell. You know, he checks all the boxes. Right, Ron? And, uh, but, and he's just made the decision he's going to be number one. You can see it in his eyes. He's ready. But, yeah. but what timing, though? Because the big three, are they really are fading before our eyes. He's, well, he's going to be yeah, the nail in the coffin, Ron, on, a, on yeah. at least two of them. I think we know that. Here's a question, a roundtable question. Will this be the thing that drives Federer out of tennis? Will Carlos no. be the reason? No. I say, I say it could happen because now Federer has another guy that he can't beat. Mm. I, I don't. I think Federer stuck around because he knew these guys sucked and he could beat them all. He knew it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Federer could beat this guy. Do you, Max? I don't see how he could. I don't see how he could either. And he, he's coming back from maybe for the first few times on grass. That's the only way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not gonna. He won't be a Federer at Wimbledon. No. But yeah. But but uh, where Federer's had trouble over the last four years is in the hot days, humid days against a really strong athlete who just keeps him on the court. Yeah. He doesn't do well in those physical situations where he can't, yeah. like, keep hitting winners and stuff. And Carlos will keep him out there. I don't see – I think it could be bad for Roger. <laughs> yeah, he's going to make it a bloodbath. Well, Federer could beat him at Shanghai or something like that, yeah. Yeah, you beat anybody there. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. gonna be better. Better would be like fifty, and he'll win that. Yeah, I mean, Alcaraz could be jet lagged or something like that, and that'll, you know. But I don't know. No, no I'm. I don't think he's gonna push him out court. But I think Federer's, you know, he's on his, you know, he's kind of in the heydays anyways. So it's. Uh, I guess it would be a guy like Herc Herc would take it. Like if Herc beats him again, he'll be like, all right, I better stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
I that's can't. like your witness test is her catch. Like a top ten, a top <laughs> ten a guy that. It's a Polish witness test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like myself. That's what I'm gonna start calling myself. Actually, the litmus test. The no, the Polish witness test. Oh, okay, I like that. I gotta learn a little Polish and speak to Herbert. Yeah, you're not a really exemplary Polish person. You you don't know any of the words. It's not good. I know a few. He does pierogies. Uh, it's all like aunt and uncle and stuff, and I just I cook up Miss T's pierogies. It's not very. You know, Poland will never claim me as a citizen, I don't think. I'm not very well, for You're right. You're definitely not getting any, any, like, honorary citizenship or anything like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go hang out with Wim Hof in Poland and start doing breathing techniques. And just say Jedi. That's all you're going to do if you go visit Poland. Just walk around going, I feel amazing. <laughs> just in the blizzard with Where's my shirt off. What is I feel great. This guy? What is up? Where's <laughs> with this guy? You're like, oh, I read in Poland everybody uh, loves cold. Yeah. The cold, I enjoy the heat, don't get me wrong, but the cold is my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you know one last thing is that uh, Sinner, my favorite thing that Sinner did with uh, Kyrgios was how quickly he uh, hit the balls back over when Kyrgios lost that game, you know? He got the yeah. point or the game penalty, and Sinner uh, already had the balls loaded up, like, in his hand, just ready to just hit over. <laughs> and as soon as he got the word, he just hit him over immediately. That's amazing. <laughs> I, you know, Max, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with Will about having to – put up with all of his foolishness, but don't tennis players in general, don't they like it when you unravel? They, yeah, like, they, don't they They feel like, oh, okay, thanks, you're going to give me the match. Thank you. Ron, I, I, I agree. I know what you're saying, but this wasn't the case here. you got to go watch it, because it was he, uncomfortable. He, he, oh, he was just <laughs> making it, yeah, like a McEnroe yeah, it thing. Was like, yeah, it, it wasn't fun. It was like... I mean, when when guys get excited and they smash their rackets and stuff, and you're like, "Oh, everybody's all excited." Right. It wasn't like that. It was like it was like work. It was like dark. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was sinister. It wasn't. Oh. It wasn't fun. I was like, I felt like I was watching a atrocity take place or something. It was like not. And then sinners in there, and he still has to like perform. Yeah, it was almost like if you played the Joker in tennis or something like that and had a cross. Oh. You, had to pass, you had to pass. Great, great comparison. Ooh, yeah. that's scary. Joker gets sponsored by Nike. And I'm not <laughs> talking about Djokovic. Where's I know who you're talking about. I'm talking about the guy that killed everybody on a talk show. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That one. That Joker. <laughs> that's that's curious, yeah. I I don't think much of curious. I think he's a piece of crap. He's a jerk. Oh. I mean... Yeah, he's definitely a jerk, no question. I mean, he's at the bar drinking, and he's got has a great run at Wimbledon. Beating, he's playing beautifully, right? He's just killing everybody, right? And then he goes to the bar. He's out of shape to begin with. And then he goes to the <laughs> bar. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're dehydrating yourself. That guy was first team All American, dehydrated. What's that? Ron, one? You know, you know what self-sabotage is? 
I guess. Well, that's what I think. I think that's for me. Has no balls. He doesn't want to compete. He, he gives himself excuses and out. What, what yeah, is? What's the definition? That's one perspective, but it's like I almost feel like bad for him because I think that's what was happening here. He just he wanted something to get pissed off about, and it was sick because he was losing to Sinner, and he knew Sinner was going to beat him, and so he just decided to go and tank and uh, you know got the game penalty and all that, and it was just like sad to watch. I, it wasn't like it wasn't like oh, I got what was coming to him. It was like sad, you know. It's like another young player. Another young player is coming in and going to be better than him. Like another yeah. one and another yeah. one and another one. So he he gives himself an out. That's basically what it is. Yeah, that is. Did I describe that well, Max, or is that? Yeah, that's exactly right. It's like, oh, yeah, here's another one. So I didn't try. It, but, it, you know, everybody sees right through that. I think that's why he's got to stick with the media and everything and he tries to uh, – he starts beef with Nadal, you know. Remember a couple of years ago when he did that at Wimbledon? Yeah. He was like, he was like oh, I can't stun the guy, Mike. I can't stun him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Nadal's just – it was really funny to see Nadal handle that, though, because, you know, he's, he's you know, Spanish, and he's just walking around, and he doesn't care. You know, he's just there to compete. And Kyrgios has built up this big thing, and the crowd's behind it, you know, and it's grudge match. Meanwhile, Nadal, he's not thinking about it. He just, he's just thinking about the next point. Yeah, and that takes real dedication. Like, you got to be really dialed in to do something like that because yeah. it's a distraction. That's the whole thing. It's like it's kind of a waste of time to distract Nadal. Yeah, he's not. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. <laughs> I mean, the guy has 21 majors. I think he can kind of focus a little bit if he needs to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, the guy. He, you don't need it. That guy doesn't need a uh, Adderall at all. <laughs> no, he, he played. He's playing like a five setter in the twilight against Federer, and and he doesn't blink an eye. And, you know, when he won that first Wimbledon, are you, I mean, that's nuts. Yeah. This guy's nuts. He, he, he's, uh, he's, but his mental focus is extraordinary. Do you like think just, the OCD has something to do with it? Hmm. You wouldn't think so, but maybe, maybe. I think, I think he's just, I think it has something to do, like, with just, I think it actually works for him because he's, you mean like like a rain man that where it just works in their favor that something yeah. just fell on the right side there yeah yeah I think it's possible was. boy that'd be a that'd be something to dig into Max that's a really interesting question it may it, it may be the case I never thought of that it yeah. could be could be like everything he does has to be a certain way and structured a certain way and it, and like you can't get him out of his zone. You just can't. <laughs> I mean, if you Doesn't watch work. him play, you know, I mean, there's nobody who's get The things he does on a consistent basis, he's got like, it's not just one or two things. I mean, the guy's doing five or six, you know. Incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I, yeah. Just, I don't know. Sometimes I could use a little bit of that. I can't really wrap my head around how good Nadal is or isn't. I know he's, like, better than almost everybody, 
but I just don't think he's like up there with Djokovic and Federer. I just never thought he was. Still don't. But he's close. He's close. But like usually when Federer or Djokovic is on their game, they kill him. You know. But I don't know. It, that's kind of maybe I just don't like him. <laughs> I don't know. That might be it, man. That might be. It. <laughs> that might be it. It's possible that that's it. <laughs> and I'm glad. And I'm glad you said it, and we didn't have to. <laughs> Ron, did you ever? Say I, I don't know. You just don't like the guy. <laughs> no, I do. I respect him, but I just don't like the way he plays. I don't like those guys that just win on he's also sheer, great sheer willpower. He's the great like rival of your favorite player, though. It's only natural. That's you know? true. But yeah. but my favorite player is not even playing, and I was rooting for Medvedev. <laughs> you know. Big time. Hey, I root for Medvedev, too, because I feel bad for, okay, him and Rublev both. They've got nothing to do with what's going on in Ukraine. And, like, I just, let's talk about this, Ron. Can we talk about how we're taking, like, the tennis media is taking world politics out on these athletes? What's going on with that? Why? Can we not compartmentalize what's going on? Yeah, it's just because they can, just because they want to I think make that's something. So short-sighted. The virtue signaling. Yeah. Yeah, like a, What are we, in elementary school? Yeah, I know. I mean, I know that Medvedev, Medvedev sends his money back to buy tanks for Putin. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he, he has. Does. He's bought like eight tanks for Putin. Yeah. A couple, a couple to, murder, to murder other Russians that he's probably related to. Sure. I'm sure Yeah, that's... I'm yeah. sure he does that. Wouldn't you? If you were oh, a millionaire yeah. tennis player, wouldn't you do that? Yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. Yeah, it's like all glory to Putin. Come on. It's like, it's like middle school. Yeah. What's going on here? It's but, tennis you know, you, Medvedev could say, you know, Putin sucks, but he might end up dead. You know. Yeah, they don't. They're, they're putting them between a rock and a hard place. So Rublev did so. it. I don't he know didn't choose where he was born. Really? No, he didn't choose where he was born. Come on. Yeah. Has our country ever done something stupid? I don't think we like no. get the blame for it. If you're over there in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't. Do ridiculous to me. It always was. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's filthy toss, but, you know, that's just my two cents. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody – I haven't met a Russian yet that's like, oh, yeah, they're doing the right thing. Like, that doesn't exist. What? And now? But anyway. All right, boys, I got to go. All right. Uh, Talk to you guys. All right. Yep, same here. See see you, man. Ron, I'm coming to Atlanta tomorrow. Oh, cool. All right. right I'm leaving Atlanta tomorrow, so I'll see you on uh, Thursday or Friday. All right. Sounds good, man. We'll do a podcast. All All right. right. Sounds good. See you guys. See you soon.